Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Kimono Health Podcast. I am your host, Sarah, and I'm with Leticia. Thank you so much for joining us. Let's get right into the topic. As you can see by the title of this episode, we're going to talk about depression, anxiety, and Christianity. Right, And the reason why I came up with this topic is because I was listening to a podcast and someone was sharing their life experience, their life story, and they were battling with depression and they went to go see their pastor and their pastor said, you're sinning by being depressed. And I thought, what? That's crazy. Like, how do you say that to someone? That's adding on more psychological harm then good how is a person sinning by being depressed i am very confused and from that i was like no we need to talk about this because i don't think as christians we don't talk about mental health mental illnesses enough because it is seen as a sin right so i just want to know like letisa from your point of view why do you think depression is seen as a sin firstly i'd like to say that Christians like to create sin where God didn't even say it was a sin. Yeah. For example, I've even seen and heard in the Christian community, like someone getting sick with cancer Mm. and they'll be like, yeah, this is a punishment from God because he or she thought he was so beautiful. Now God is stripping them of, you know, I don't know. So They create their own stories. Mm. And I feel like it's also wanting to feel superior. Mm -hmm. Like I'm holy. I'm just, Mm. you know, I have faith in God. Clearly you in this thing because you lack faith. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's not true. Yeah. You know, and I went to go even search bible verses that are encouraging and i found one that was really nice it's in psalms 34 it says the lord is near the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit Mm, i like that so he is willing to take you Mm. so where are you coming with your story and your philosophy that it's a sin to be depressed Mm. (laughs) yeah you're absolutely right even when I was doing research, I that's what came up a lot, that people think being depressed is a sin. And first and foremost, depression is an illness. It's not a sin, mm. right? Mm. That's like saying having flu is a sin. Mm. It doesn't, doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And, you know, serious illnesses like depression need treatment and not condemnation. Amen. I was going to speak about condemnation. <laughs> Because, you know, this type of thinking, it alienates and prevents people from seeking help. People mm-hmm. in the Christian community, it it hinders them from seeking help. Because mm. you're now seen as a sinner. Mm. 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 And I want to add on to what you've just said. I was doing my research as well to find out exactly why do people see depression as a sin. And most people said that depression is a sin 
caused because of a previous sin. Yes, I also saw that. And it's a punishment. Yes. In other terms. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's not true. Because let me just look through my notes. Yeah, yeah. I, I came backed up with verses. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I can't find it now. But if I find it along the mm. way, I'll let you know. Uh, but it's in Psalms. I think Psalms 103. Mm. Yeah, Psalms 103, if I'm not mistaken. And Jesus literally says that he does not deal with us according to our iniquities. Mm. He doesn't punish us according to our iniquities. The same way the sun shines on the good and on the bad. Mm. It's just that way. Mm. So there's no way in hell you can say that someone is depressed because... Of their persons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a punishment. Yeah. You can't There's say. no such thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I found the verse. So I'm going to say it because I like the verse to be as it is written. So it says, He has not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us after our iniquities. So whatever sin you committed is not a punishment for you to be depressed. Depression is not a sin. Mm. Okay, and what um chapter, what it's book Psalms is that? It's Psalms 103 verse 10. Okay, I just want the people to hear so they can also go search for it and back themselves up when people tell them that you're sinning for being depressed, which is not true. So then now we're going to move on to misconceptions and the actual reality of depression. So I, I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to name a few misconceptions and then the reality of the illness so the first misconception is that depression is not real we hear it a lot mm. it's like ah it's not real hey this person is just looking for attention da, 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 da. we've heard that depression is a real illness that actually impacts the brain's ability to function as it should i know we talk about it as a as a, as a mental illness but it's also very physical mm. because it 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 disrupts your chemical balances in your brain. Mm. That is very physical. Mm. I think the more we say it, I think the more people will understand that it's actually quite physical. Mm. Mm. It disrupts your 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 chemical imbalance. You know what I take from this? Mm. People choose what they want to believe and what they don't want to believe. If someone wakes up and says oxygen is not real i don't breathe in oxygen because i don't Mm. see it they can go about it and Mm. say oxygen Mm. doesn't exist Mm. but whether you like it or not oxygen is there there. and we're breathing it in yes and we need to think of depression as any other medical Mm -hmm. term i may say yeah for example Low blood pressure, high blood pressure. We don't see it with our eyes. But your doctor will tell you Mm -hmm. your blood pressure is low and you're going to believe it. You're going to believe it. So why are you not believing depression? Your doctor, you you lie. You don't have a low blood pressure. You just pretend. You just want to faint. Yeah. 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 And another misconception which we just spoke about is depression is a punishment from God, Mm. which is not true. Mm. Depression is not the fault of the person who is suffering. Mm. Let me tell you something about about Christians and Christianity. I think Christians forget that Jesus is the one who saved the world. Mm. It is not us. Mm. 
mm. individually as Christians mm. who were on the cross who saved the world for us to have these egos to be so judgmental <laughs> and to create our own sins. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yes. And I just want to say that as a Christian as well, mm. Jesus is love, right? Mm. And he came not to condemn the world, but to save it. So I don't understand how we now have the authority to love condemning other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't get that. And saying, well, now you're depressed because you deserve it. Yeah, doesn't make sense. (laughs) And then another misconception is depression is an excuse for laziness. That's not true. It is not an excuse for laziness, but depression is a lack of motivation or interest to participate in everyday activity or everyday living. That's what it is. It's not laziness. We can even speak about procrastination. Procrastination Mm. is not laziness. Mm -hmm. You know that this task is going to make you feel a certain Certain way. way. So you avoid feeling those emotions so you do not complete the task. And some people can view it as laziness, but it's not. Not. Exactly, exactly. And then the next misconception is, this one is a bit long. So it's it's shameful to discuss mental illness openly. So in the church community, right? Mm -hmm. That is not true. A church community should be a safe environment for people to discuss mental health without judgment. You know, some Christians can be judgmental about mental illness, but that is not a biblical response. Mental illness is not something you should be made to feel ashamed of or fear sharing with your church community. Now, this is the part that I like. Jesus made it clear he was not pleased with people who put on a show of being religious and moral and who judged others. Jesus didn't like that. And you know, that's where I'm coming back to, you know, human beings are so quick to condemn and to judge mm-hmm. and to be like, I'm mm-hmm. just, and you're like, you did not die at the cross, okay? Shush and keep on moving because you got your own sins. Because at the end of the day, none of us are holy. Yeah. Only God remains holy. holy. And if you even look in the Bible, mm-hmm. Jesus would sit with certain people and humans would judge if only he knew the Yes. Story. The Pharisees. Yes. And it shows to this day that and not only if Jesus could sit with people who you guys judge and look down on, how much more can mm. we do it? Mm. I feel like he's our perfect example. Mm-hmm. If he was love and he showed love this way, why are you interpreting it a different way? A different way. To a point where people might feel ashamed to come forward and be like, yo, I'm suffering like this. And you know, I heard something once that said that um, you might be the only version of the Bible that someone gets to see. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm saying mm-hmm. it correctly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I if you it. are that ambassador, mm. why are you representing Christ falsely? Mm. Because he's love. And love is so many things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Christians choose and have turn love into something that it's simply not Mm -hmm. because jesus was so simple Mm -hmm. and so loving should be that simple i don't know Mm -hmm. so now i want to get into something that is actually personal to me i want us to understand why we feel like we're letting god down 
when we are depressed, anxious, or down. Um, someone sent me a DM on Instagram, and it was because I posted about like I'm I'm going through difficult moments in my life, and I, you know, living is hasn't been the greatest experience for me. And this person reached out to me, which was so sweet of them. God bless their hearts. And this person said they're also going through a difficult um moment in their life right now, and they feel like they feel like a weak Christian. Like you feel like you're a weak Christian. Like why don't you? Uh, it's like you don't have enough faith to believe in God. Mm. You feel bad. Like you're depressed, and then you feel like it's it, sh- it shows that I don't have enough faith in God. I don't trust Him enough. We have the all these verses that says be anxious for nothing, and then here I am. I'm anxious. Mm. It's like I'm letting God down. Like why do we feel like that? Because I don't. As much as I feel like that, I don't think. I, God feels like we're letting him down. I don't know if that makes sense. You know, that's another thing. God understands that we're human. Mm. And you're going to feel certain things at certain times. And you're going to withdraw a little. Because you're human. And that's what makes him God. Because Mm. we have all these imperfections. Mm. And... He's there to help us. That's mm-hmm. why we have these verses. Even if you haven't put it into play, but it's there to encourage mm. you. I don't know if I'm making sense. No, you're sense. right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Because we, we sometimes feel like, I'm letting God down. Here I am. Like, I can see. I can talk. I can move my body. But there's just certain things that are not working out in my life that's making me feel so down that... I don't even want to do anything. In fact, I actually don't even want to exist anymore. And I feel like also many people, their relationship with God has been manipulated. Mm. Because a lot of the times Christianity is very theatrical. I don't know if I'm saying the word correctly. Like it's very performative. Mm. You know, I would sometimes be in church and I would just have a few lines, a Mm. few words to say to God. And that's what I really meant in my heart. But I hear other people screaming for hours. And I would think, why am I not screaming for hours? And God bless them. Some of them sincerely are mm. pouring their hearts out mm. to God. And they have mm. a lot of things to mm. say. But sometimes even if you just have one word. Mm. But that one word could be so meaningful, so powerful. And just mm. say that one word to God. Mm. And it's enough. Because sometimes I feel like. We have to be these humans. Like, oh, Jesus, oh, pray. Reading my Bible. Oh, I believe. I remember. You know, it doesn't have to be like that. Sometimes you can take your Bible and you don't understand what is happening there. Yeah. Sometimes you can just say your word. I feel like we shouldn't complicate our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. We should take him as he comes and he will reveal himself as he should be received and perceived. Mm-hmm. I agree. Before Sarah gets into the next topic, I just want to say, you know, Christians really like to choose what is sin and what is not Mm. sin, you know? And, you know, serves you right. God forgive me if you go to hell because you chose what was sin and what was not sin. Because, for example, let's just look at it like this. Um, The fruits of the Spirit. A lot of us lack a little bit of, you know, Mm -hmm. there and there. But, you know, someone will never, like, really be... um, 
how I say, reprimanded, you know, mm. for gossiping in the church, for spreading lies in the mm. faith community, or just being a horrible person. But when someone is depressed or has anxiety, because I personally have been bullied because I have anxiety. Mm. I don't know. They came and they said to me, you have anxiety. I don't know if, I don't know what that was supposed to do. That was supposed to make me anxious and feel bad about myself. But it's like, you're lacking. You got no fruits on your tree. But just because my depression is visible, now you want to feel superior. You know what mm. I'm saying? And it doesn't make sense to me. Mm. Like, grow your tree, get some fruits, and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. For those who don't know the context of what she's saying, so, um, Leticia, um, someone created fake accounts to to say some really horrible things, and they spoke about, oh, yeah, you have anxiety stuff. So that's why she's coming with that. Yeah. I just wanted to give people context for people who don't know yeah. what happened. No, it's okay. And, 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 and these people were people but, from our church Yes, because they, they, yes. they yeah. say that they see me in church. Yes. And it's like, okay, yeah. so you see me in church. You're busy insulting me in your heart. And then you still like put up this front like yeah. you're a Christian. Yeah. So someone from church. I feel that people so. forget that. We're not going to be judging ourselves on the judgment day line. Mm-hmm. God will be judging us mm-hmm. and serves us all right. Mm-hmm. Get into the topic. <laughs> so the next topic we're going to talk about is spiritual depression. I just learned this recently as I was doing my research for today's episode. I came across spiritual depression. and I was like, oh, wow, this is amazing. This actually exists because you know what? I'm currently going through spiritual depression. So seeing that it's a real thing that people experience really comforted me. I felt seen. I felt validated that it's a real thing. And spiritual depression, it refers to a loss of spiritual vitality and joy. And spiritual depression, it involves you losing touch with your faith. So I'm just going to go down a list of like what it involves and how you might actually experience it. So it's you lose touch with your you with your faith um you struggle to make time to pray and devote devote yourself to god um you just have a general sense of unhappiness um you may struggle to find joy in worship you withdraw from your church and community you avoid other members of the church um you lose interest in your regular church activities such as performing them uh, like yeah so you lose um, your regular church activities and then you only perform them as a sense of duty like oh i have to go it's like sometimes i'm just like okay i have to go to church so i get up in the morning and i go to church but i actually don't feel like going to church you see it's basically that um you fail to find comfort in prayer um i've been having a really hard time with praying i actually can't remember the last time i prayed properly uh my life now is basically I wake up in the morning, I don't pray, I go on about my day. And then at night, I also don't pray, I just sleep. Mm. That's how my life has become. And it's, it's, it's not that I'm doing it on purpose. It's not like I'm, I'm not angry at God or anything, but I've, I've lost my sense of spirituality with God. So that's why I'm in this state. And um, you, have, uh, you, you have negative thinking about God. Um, you have a sense of spiritual hopelessness and discouragement. This is what I'm actually going through as well. You know, just spiritual hopelessness and discouragement. I don't feel encouraged to 
pray, to read my Bible. And and in that sense of depression, um, you may feel, you may understand like within yourself that you're not suicidal, but you just have a greater sense of not wanting to exist. This is literally where I'm at. Like I find myself more often, like I could be watching TV and I'm just like, damn, I just want to die. But it's not that I'm suicidal, but it's like, I don't want to exist. I don't want to participate in living Mm. anymore. I just want it to just end. And um, spiritual depression can come from life challenges. It can come from fixation on past sins, um, neglecting your spirituality, religious doubt, excessive self-examination. So... That is spiritual depression. So what's your take on this? I think you've said everything. And I'm going through spiritual depression myself. I try to involve God where I can. Yeah. But I'm not involved as I should be with him. Yeah. But despite everything, I still love him so very much. Yeah. I know I'm a mess, but trust me. And believe trust me, and believe. Trust and believe. <laughs> if I had to die right now, I'm going to heaven. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've even been telling God that I have been withdrawing from you. But please take the responsibility mm-hmm. that I do not fully lose sight of you because that's where it gets dangerous. Yes. So even if it's blurry, it's foggy, let me just see just a little bit of light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to agree. I hope that God will just pour in us the zeal to to hold on to him yeah. again and just make yourself visible, mm. make yourself known. Mm. Let me know that you are here. Mm. You know, there's a song that says, I need a reason to sing. I need to know that you're still holding, you know. Mm. I still, I need to know that God is still holding me. Mm. Yeah. So it's a tough one. But if you can say thank you, say thank you. Mm-hmm. If you can sing, faithful through the ages, yeah. sing. Yeah. yeah. If you can read at least one verse... But if you can't do nothing at all, you can't. I mean, we can't be playing religious or religion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's either do nothing or do something. Because God is not a toy. And mm-hmm. you can't pretend with mm-hmm. him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. If he wants to pull you out of this smoky situation, he will do it. If he wants to keep you there for five years, ten years, he will leave you there for five years, ten years. We will respect whatever his decision is. Yeah. Yeah, but also another way to get over this is, as much as you say that um, if he wants to keep you there, you know, you'll stay there if he wants to take you out. But with the little bit of strength that you have, just learn to trust his plan for your life. Let me tell you something. And learn to trust it because sometimes it comes from life being so 
difficult. It's problem after problem. problem. That's who like, I want to get like, to. God, where are you? That's what I want to get Why to. Why is this happening? But we if have to you want plan. to see the light at the end of all the struggle, and I've been telling Sarah, you have to pray. Yeah. What God requires of you, as hard as it is, he wants you to believe and he wants you to pray. Yes. And it's going to get worse. But yes. that's when you need to pray more. And it's going to beat. It's going to wave. It's gonna, I don't even know what's the <laughs> words. But it's going to get... Oh, it's going to be a hurricane. But he needs you there. He yeah. needs you in the eye of the hurricane. Mm. And then if you anchor yourself and you say, Jesus, I'm here. At the end of it all, you're, you will receive what you need. As long as you don't yeah. pray, you will remain there, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, that's what I wanted to get to. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to rectify what you said. Because earlier. Satan will come and say, okay, you've risen. Let me play all my cards. Yeah. It's basically like Job here. Where you have to just... It's a Job. Mm. Yeah. So people say Job. I've never said that word in real life. I say, in my head, I say Job. But it's Job. Job. <laughs> Basically, you're a job, guys. So you have to hold on. You have to the wind hold and on. The waves. You have to, and you have to affirm yourself in your belief mm. of God. Mm. But we'll get to that at the end of the this episode. We'll get to that on how to to push through. Mm. And there's actually a lot of stories in the bible mm. it's, it's just we're not in dens with lions and crossing seas but mm. it's the same situation like you see the lion but you mm. have to walk past the something mm. that's our situation mm-hmm. it's not actual lions mm-hmm. but it's the situations that we are facing. facing exactly and if you hear everyone after a huge storm, great, mm. really great blessings come mm. if they really anchored themselves in God. God. And I don't know if you guys know her, but Asiyami Gold on mm. Instagram, she always praises God about how, you know, he pulled her through. And she literally went through mm. trials and tribulation, mm. but that was not her ending. Her ending is, is glorious. It's increasing because mm. she trusted and she still trusts mm. in God. Mm. Yeah. I'm so jealous of those people. <laughs> A little bit like people who, when they're going through the most and they, they hold on, they hold on, they hold on, and then you literally see how they become victorious. Mm. I'm kind of jealous. I hope I'll become victorious as well. We all hope so. (laughs) I hope I'll become victorious. I hope I can just hold on. I feel like in my words, I can be very hopeful. But in my actions, I'm not as brave. Mm. I need to become brave in my, my actions. actions. Oh, nice, Sid. <laughs> nice. I like that. So, we're going to talk about not therapy and Christianity. A lot of Christians don't like the idea of going to therapy. And in my opinion... I still believe that Christians should seek professional counseling the same way that they would go see their GP. Mm -hmm. The same way when you have a headache or whatever you're going through, you're going to go see a doctor. You know, you have the courage. Nobody's stopping. Yes, you have faith in God. But at the same time, you will go see your doctor. 
It's for example, let's say you're sick. Mm. You have faith that God will heal you, mm-hmm. but you will still go to the hospital mm-hmm. and get your prescription, get mm. the doctor's orders and, you know, follow up on what you need to, to do. do. So I don't understand why with therapy it's like, <gasps> no. While with therapy it still boils down to Christians thinking that depression, anxiety and any other yes, mental, yes. you know, is a... Is a sin. Mental illness is a sin. Mm. It's not real. It doesn't exist. What are you saying? You have demons. Mm. Go pray. Mm. <laughs> so I do believe that Christians should seek professional counseling. And it's okay. You can go see your pastor for counseling. Mm. That is also okay. Um, You have to be within your church community. I think, you know, God does ask us of that. But at the same time, you can also go see... So the same way you'll see your pastor, let's say you're suffering with um hypertension or whatever, you're going to go see your pastor about it and he, he will speak to you. Da, 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 da. Then after that, you're still going to go to the hospital, clinic or wherever. Da, da, da. It's the same thing with mental illness. So you can go to your pastor, seek wisdom, encouragement, mm. and then go seek um help from someone who actually went to school to help you with that Mm. okay so the next thing i want to get into is having a safe space to be vulnerable i want us to talk about do us christians have a safe space to just be vulnerable normally the church or our community is supposed to be a place of no judgment where we can just be vulnerable but in my personal opinion i don't think we have a safe space to be vulnerable i watched a funny episode of blackish mm-hmm. and i laughed so much because <laughs> it's something that i thought of so to see rainbow do it yeah. i just i cracked um so rainbow needed like church counseling yeah. but she didn't go to her church she went to an opposite church <laughs> and the deacon there was like but I know you go to the church across. It's like, oh no, you know, our deacon, he, he likes to talk. So I know if I say my issue, it's going to go everywhere yeah. in the church. <laughs> and it just made me laugh. Because you're scared that you go open up about your issue. And then your situations are spreading like wildfire. Yeah. 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 So to end off this episode... um. We just want to give a message of encouragement to any Christians battling with any mental illness, be it depression, be it anxiety, addiction, or anything else out there. Um, I just want you to know that you are not sinning and that you are simply human and it's okay to be human, right? And I want you to understand that God is not angry at you. God loves you very much and he's always there for you. Always reaffirm your belief that God has a plan for you. Trust in him. And then if your depression um, it gets really bad, don't be afraid to seek professional help. Yeah. And Letizia, what message of encouragement do you have? For our fellow Christians who are suffering with mental illnesses. I believe that there is power in owning your story. Once you claim it, I don't know. I feel like 
you have control of the direction that it goes in um for example i know i'm going back into the story but when i was marked for having anxiety mm. i didn't feel bad i said well yes i have anxiety mm-hmm. and i took it because that's my story it's my anxiety to deal with and because i took control of you know i have anxiety and i'm dealing it with it in this kind of way it gave me power and i feel like for anyone don't be ashamed mm-hmm. like once you claim your story it's yes. yours and no one can play with yes. it even if it's depression yes i am battling with depression but it's my story yeah you know what i'm saying yeah i agree own it own it a hundred percent agree and when you own it it even gives you the power to mm-hmm. deal with it mm-hmm. and to dismiss anything that doesn't align with you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i agree i agree Well, that's it. Thank you so much for joining us in this conversation. To keep the conversation going, you can DM us on Instagram at Kimono Health. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, review it, and rate it. I hope you enjoyed yourself. And let's say, did you enjoy yourself? I enjoyed myself. Mm. I did. I enjoyed opening up. Mm. Uh, maybe I started opening up a little too much, mm. but it was all good. That's good. Hopefully, it will help our fellow Christians out there. Or it will enrage them. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? We're gonna find ourselves in the in our pastor's office. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with another amazing episode next week. Bye.